Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Dave from Struggle City. And Misty uh, and Casey. And Dave. Listen, I, to I told you to do the intro, but honestly, I just wanted to do it. Children. My God. Yeah, Why? This is like the third time now that we've tried to record. <laughs> do not, do not make me go all dad on you. Ooh, hi, daddy. Nope, nope. Nope. I, I, specific, I specifically said dad, <laughs> not daddy. I had to. You left it wide open. Oh, All right, that's daddy. funny. Um, you can call me daddy. You can't. Wait, what did you say? What? What? You should have been listening. I was trying to, but I think because you two were talking over each other that it, my audio didn't work. All right, so we're going to be talking about some really pop culture stuff because the distraction from the, the pandemic. Right. Quarantine madness. Yeah. Yo, there's some Robins trying to fuck out here. <laughs> <laughs> this is true Struggle City um, recording. Well, well, which Robins? Is it Tim Drake and Dick Grayson? Is it Jason Todd? And oh, my God. Carrie, what's your name from Dark Knight Returns? I don't know. I can't tell. They went behind the fence. Oh, good for them. They wanted some privacy. They knew that. you were watching them, and they're not into that. Anyway, I overprepared. Good. Good job, Dave. What do you mean you overprepared? You didn't even know what the hell we were doing. I have a shit ton of different villains and a shit ton of uh, different heroes, so I get to pick from whatever I want now. So that's what I do. Okay. All right. I think that sounds good, then. Would you like to start? Uh, sure. Well, I was I was gonna say, why don't you start in this while while Dave picks out one of each? Okay, are we starting with heroes? We can start with heroes. Okay. Sure. Um. Who's your lamest so, hero? Yeah. Like, uh, okay. I don't think you guys are going to agree with me on and you mine. Can't say FDR. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> That's I was gonna say Captain America is the worst superhero of all time and also the worst adventure and i have several bullet points to support my argument he okay. fucking sucks so my biggest issue with captain america comes from endgame now i will say i have not actually seen his own movies and if it weren't for endgame maybe i would watch those movies but i just never got on board with you know oh let's watch captain america Ugh. Um, so when I watched Endgame, it kind of solidified the fact that I am never, ever going to watch his movies. Um, in Endgame, he should have been the one to die instead of Iron Man. It just makes so much more sense to me. Um, it would it would have made everything full circle since he was technically the first Avenger. And since Iron Man was not really in it, with Endgame in the beginning and how he didn't want to be in it, um, Captain America should have been like, okay, well, since Iron Man isn't going to be the leader with this, I will, and I will take full responsi responsibility, and I'll go down with the ship. That type of bullshit. And everything that is special about him came out of a bottle. And I agree with Iron Man when he said that. Yeah, he has super strength, and like he's brave and all of that. But literally, like all heroes are brave. So I don't count that as anything special. Um, he's a fucking liar. 
okay? How are you gonna trust a hero who's a liar? He promised uh, his girl, what was her name, Peggy or something? Peggy Carter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he promised her that he would take her on a date and he never did, so he's a liar. Do you know uh, why? Also, yes, I do, but he's still a liar. <laughs> okay. He's, he's still a liar. <laughs> You don't break your promises. You don't. So he also I mean, te- promised Iron Man. Technically, he didn't because, you know, he did the dance when he went back in time. Yeah, but that was so much yeah. later. Yeah. But he still well, kept the promise. Peggy, it was on time. But it wasn't, if it wasn't for Iron Man, he wouldn't have been able to, quote, keep that promise, which I don't think he kept. Anyway, He lied to Iron Man as well because he promised Iron Man that he would be back with his daughter. That's all he wanted. That was his only thing. He's like, all right, I'll help you, but I have to come back to my family because family's fucking important because Iron Man's a legend. And uh, he was like, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. That did not happen. Uh, He also didn't seem to fucking care at all at Iron Man's funeral. And he left during the funeral to go use the time machine to live out his own dreams. He's fucking selfish. You want a hero who's that selfish? I don't think so. He also helped Bucky almost kill Iron Man. I'm sorry, what hero kills another hero? Fuck you. He has a huge ego that I can't stand. Um, this is getting really picky. Hold oh, on. hang on, I'm being told to stop. You're saying yes. Captain America has the bigger ego over Iron Man? A man who built a giant tower with his fucking name on it? The way that his ego is shown off, though, it comes across as cocky. And to me, that fits well enough with his character that it makes sense. Now, with Captain America, he's still trying to kind of hide his ego because he's Captain America. He has to be, like, this super great guy. And yet, he still sucks ass. But he's just trying to hide it better. So that's why his ego is worse to me. He definitely sucks Bucky's ass. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm all for that. You know, you want to do that? Go for it. However, do not fucking try to kill Iron Man. That is awful. You don't do that. And I don't like his costume, okay? It's not necessarily his fault. But it's just too patriotic. Like, okay, cool, America, but like... He's Captain fucking America. It's just too much, man. (laughs) It's too much. He was created to fight Nazis. Literally, not even to fight him. He he was created to promote the U.S. military during World War II. Yeah, it's just too. It's just too patriotic for me. It's just not my style. I don't really like it. <laughs> but that that's me being picky. I have other points. That's a bad Iron point. Man. Listen, I have oh. other ones, and that was just picky. Okay, we know I can be picky. Look at my diet. So, um, my next point is that Iron Man's father made his fucking shield for him okay so therefore he should be more respectful about that he should be more respectful of iron man in general so when they were having that whole issue and argument during civil war iron man pointed that out to him and he didn't seem to fucking care whatsoever fuck you uh in civil war he's an attention whore okay and i think we all know how i feel about attention whores i fucking hate them I mean, it is his movie. And I'm in Civil War? Yeah. Yeah, that is. Just because movie. it has his name on it, it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> people you're, you're in the movie. Essay blows. <laughs> Shut up. But in Civil War, he is an, he's an attention whore. 
Yes, he wants to fight for justice. That's great. He wants to do the right thing. Cool. But with the government involved, Iron Man was a smart one, and Captain America was like a stubborn child throwing a tantrum. Literally, like, I don't want the government involved, so I'm going to go out on my own and do things my own way. And Iron Man understands the fact that, hey, we have to play this fucking game. It sucks. It's a game. But if we want to actually save people and not get in trouble for it and therefore continue to save people, this is the game we have to play. And Captain America's like, no, I'm going to do it my way. Right, but do you, do you know why he's so suspicious and, and distrusting of the government? A lot of people are like that. Specifically Captain America. Yeah, there's an What's entire movie? movie based around it. it, it Which it, movie it, was that? Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that. Hail Hydra. Yeah. Then that when <laughs> he finds out that basically S.H.I.E.L.D. and everyone involved in the government at that point is just basically a Hydra agent. That really just kind of sounds like real life a little bit anyway. Right, but you understand why he's so hesitant to trust anything government-related. Sure, but you have to play the game. Like, maybe you could do more research and kind of figure out, oh, are they really all Hydra agents? But you decided to go completely rogue instead and therefore get yourself captured. Didn't they, weren't they on, like, some type of a... They were in, like, some holding cell at one point. How the fuck are you going to save the world if you're in a holding cell? I mean, they got out. Yeah, but that's not my point. That's not my point. Another point I have, though. But also going back to the whole idea of him being Captain America, hmm. uh, part of the whole big uh, American spirit is to rebel. So it's mm. very yeah. much in line with this character. I guess, but like, everything, there's smarter ways to do that. Everything, like if you, if you were, everything in his origin story leading up to him getting his powers is him just kind of rebelling and bucking against the system. It just seems angsty teenager to me. As, as opposed um, to the man boy that flies around in the suit of armor doing whatever he pleases. He does help people, does he not? He helps himself. Listen, man, I'm not saying Iron Man is my favorite character. Or my favorite hero, because he's, he's not. Deadpool is. But he's a lot fucking better than Captain America. My last point with Captain America, though, is me being picky again. But he's not fucking worthy enough to pick up Thor's hammer. He's not. And I, I kind of think that the only reason that he's quote worthy to other people is because he represents America. I, I think that's the only thing. I'm like, oh, okay, well, they clearly want us to be on top. Cool. I get that. But he does not have, he doesn't have the it factor for me to pick it up. <laughs> There's no it factor. Um, he's a fucking selfish prick. And he isn't that smart. He is not that fucking smart. And I know he was, he was born in, like, you know, World War II time. But, like, World War II get time. with it here. World War II <laughs> time. Like, get, get with it. Get with the times, man. <laughs> like, you're old as shit. You're selfish. The only thing special about you is that you're brave. Is that right? And he's got because the strength of two and a half men. Wow, he didn't fucking do that. That came out of a bottle. Like with Iron Man, for example, he created all of his stuff. With and billions he, of dollars at his disposal. Yeah, okay. But he was smart enough to understand how to do all of that. He's fucking smart on his own. Captain America was not that smart, and he's motherfucking self. I mean, couldn't you I, argue that all of Iron Man's intelligence is actually genetic, and it's none of it is actually his? Yeah. 
that that can go back to nature versus nurture what you do with it yeah maybe you maybe you're born with yeah. it um like maybelline or maybe it's yeah. maybelline <laughs> yeah i was gonna <laughs> say it um but it depends on how you take it from there what you do with it because he could have just as well said i don't give a shit if my dad was this really smart guy and did all of these amazing things, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be a fucking bum for the rest of my life. But did he do that? No. He decided he was going to be smart. <laughs> he was. He decided he so. was going to feed his ego and make robots. But he wasn't hiding behind that. Like We knew from the very beginning that he had a huge ego, so that was okay with me. We did not know from the beginning that, I, that uh, Captain America had a huge ego. And so that just continued to build thus making him more of a prick. He's a prick, guys. He sucks. I hate him. What did he do that <laughs> define as egotistical? Let's look back at my notes, shall we? Because <laughs> I, I can't really think of Captain America being like egotistical. Months. Hang on, you're both talking at me and I can't hear either one of you. What's up, Dave? I said Missy's been going on a tyrant about uh, Captain America for like 20 minutes. It's great. I think I we hate can do an entire episode on Captain America. I hate him. I hate him with a burning passion. And you know what else? In end, yeah, I'm just thinking of this now. Yeah, you okay? Hold up. You want to fucking talk about egotistical? I will give you egotistical. When he, they go back in time, at one point or whatever, and he has to fight himself. You guys remember that part? Unfortunately, uh, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, so know he's fighting himself. About. You you do, Dave, or you don't? Yeah. Okay, America's so when he's ass. fighting. Like, sorry, Sky. Oh my God, she's getting so annoyed at me. Um, she's she's gonna leave. So yeah, that whole fucking shit. You want to talk about egotistical? There's a difference between being egotistical and then being comfortable with who you are as a person. Okay, and he is so goddamn egotistical in that part, where it's like, yeah, my ass looks good here. Like, fuck you, really? Are you serious? Aren't you focused on getting the fucking tesseract right now? You're not focused on your ass. But that and then, that wasn't and then, him. That wasn't yes, him that was. came up it with that. It was still Captain America. But that wasn't him that came up with that term. That was somebody else. I forget who. What, like a different actor? No, like somebody else in that movie was like, referred to America no, as first. It was Ant-Man and Civil War. That's right. Pretty sure. Yeah, but he's still stuck with it. And then he even admitted that he, wasn't he like annoyed um, when he had to fight himself and he was like, oh my God. You know, like, I have to fight myself and, like, all of the things that previous him had said. And he was like, uh, like, he was annoyed. And he is annoyed because he's a fucking asshole. Well, because Avengers, Avengers 1 era Captain America was still very, like, rah-rah poster boy. Yeah, I don't like that. That's annoying to me. That's egotistical to me. That is attention-seeking to me. Yeah, you need to watch the first two movies. No. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, you're really good. They're great. No, I don't. Uh, I cried for an hour after the movie was over because I was so disappointed. I was so upset that one, Iron Man was dead, and two, that Captain America didn't seem to fucking care. He did not care at all. As long as he got to go back in time and be with his beloved, which, yeah, that's pretty romantic. That's sweet. But... That idea pisses me off because if you take the two of them and, you know, Captain America would go back and be with his Peggy versus Iron Man being with his daughter, that one takes priority to me. Children, unfortunately, take priority rather than romantic 
relationships. And I literally had this conversation with my father last night and we argued about it. So I just, just, I don't understand how people can be okay with the fact that he was so selfish. Like that's not who he was. That's not who he was supposed to be. I haven't even seen Captain America's movies, but like, it's kind of obvious that he's not supposed to be a selfish superhero. Yes, Dave. Um, you know, like in the first two movies, it's it, it really solidifies that he's a soldier, which might explain why he doesn't feel anything like when Iron Man dies because he's seen it before and it's it's just whatever at that point. I I mean, like those two movies are really like solidifying his character. That's I'll, a fair I'll point. Argue that he doesn't not feel anything about the death of a fellow soldier. It's that he knows that there's no point in dwelling on it and that you still have a mission to complete and move forward and do. But the mission was done at that point. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. He, he had to go back and put everything back as it was. So, so this way uh, his daughter could survive. Otherwise, everything would become unraveled and all that other That doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't know. So- I think... I think you should really watch those first two movies. It won't change your opinion, but it'll, I watch it. it'll shed some light on the reason Understanding why and backstory. I just think he's a fucking selfish prick. Like, the two of them are, um, like, foils of each other. And everything that Iron Man became, like, he started as, you know, an asshole and became so much better. And Captain America was the complete opposite. You know, he started as like this great hero-based guy who was all for America and bravery and doing the right thing. That's all great, but he really fucked it up. And that's what I don't appreciate. Like you you have a hero story, they need to either already like be a hero and grow from there and get better or they need to start as an asshole and then get better from there. You cannot have it the other way and have me respect you as a hero where you start off pretty fucking good and you only get worse. You only get to be more of an asshole. Like if I could punch him in the face, I would. I hate him. Okay. Think somebody else should go because I could just keep going. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, quick side note, kind of. We should definitely do an episode on Captain America and Iron Man. Just looking at him. I think that would be fun. Because you are you are so pissed off about this. It's great. And that fuel and that fire, let's channel that shit into some content. I, I think I, I would need, like, I, I would need to mentally prepare myself for that. <laughs> and also watch those first two movies. Which I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it. You cannot pay me to do it. I ain't doing it. I fucking hate him. He's a piece of shit. And I don't understand why everybody thinks he's so great. I'm not talking about it anymore. No. If it makes you feel better. You have switched me over to disliking Captain America just a little bit. Just a little bit. My persuasive essay worked. I win. Dave's easy to persuade, though. Yeah, yeah. No, Dave's easy. But still. Dave's way easy. Hey. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you next, Dave? Yeah, I fucking guess. Go for We're it. We're doing best hero, right? Or least favorite hero. Yeah. We're, right. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Fuck it. I'm confused. All right. You're picking your least favorite hero. Okay. I got one. 
I fucking hate Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Fair. Yep. <laughs> no, that's solid. All right, no contest. Sam's <laughs> the real hero. Yeah. yeah. Fucking agree, Casey. Oh my god, this is like a pivotal moment in our relationship right now. We agree on something. Yep. Samwise is the best. He should not be the sidekick. I mean, he should have just gotten the ring from the gecko, and the thing would have been done in like two days. <laughs> but I think that also kind of proves the fact that, like, even if you are quote to be like the hero of your own story, like you still need your sidekick or your best friend to kind of be in your corner and back you up. Like that just solidifies the fact that hey, we need friendship. Yeah. The another one I was looking at um, was Quentin Coldwater, but I I like him too much to throw him in the hole. Um, yeah, that's understandable. But, like, Frodo is the more extreme version of Quentin Coldwater, I think. I don't know who that Where, is. Uh, he's from The Magicians. Okay. Uh, you know, you, just, you rely so heavily on your, uh, your friends, or in Frodo's case, the sidekick character or whatever, uh, to the point where you don't really need to exist in that realm. Like, the entire thing could have been done in a couple days without Frodo. Like, easily. Yeah. Just give Samwise the ring and then just be like, all right, go for it. And then he fucking leaves at the end, and that pisses me off, too. That just goes back to them being selfish as shit. Good choice, Dave. And Frodo was was fucking weak. He almost succumbed to the um, the ring a lot faster than uh, Bilbo did. Yeah, several times. I was going to say, it was more than once. Yeah. So, I mean, like, Frodo's a piece of shit. Samwise is where it's at. Fuck Frodo. <laughs> but I think in the case with Quentin is that he kind of started the story broken to begin with. Yeah. And then yeah, built that, up that's... his support structure with his friends to that almost um, codependency degree. I think that's what makes him... He's, he's just more relatable. Yeah. Like, if we knew more about Frodo going in, I bet you it probably would have been better for him, but comparatively, could help Frodo's character. No, I, probably I agree. Not. <laughs> all right, okay. Casey, my turn. <laughs> yeah, we all pretty much agree on Frodo. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm gonna stick with basic superhero shit because I didn't want to get too esoteric, and I'm gonna go with Iron Man. Oh Spe- fuck it! Specifically, God damn it. Specifically the MCU Iron Man, because I'm not bothering with the comics because I'm not wasting my time with that. Okay. That's a mood. It is a mood. We're going to fight. We're going to fight to the death. Let's go. I can't wait. It's going to be Civil War all over again. This is the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right, go ahead. Make your points. Basically, every, everything that you said for Captain America is the way I feel for Iron Man, is that he just started as an asshole and just kept that streak going just you know feigning philanthropy and his heroics for (laughs) already raising my hand um i disagree of course you (laughs) let me tell you now you're wrong how is it how is it that he's so selfish at the end of endgame though because he was the one to save the fucking day right right that's right. Okay. That's right. right. Can... <laughs> well, he refused to give up his. He refused to do it so many other times, and of course, he did it because he wanted to 
ensure his legacy kept on, not through his kid, but through him. Because no, what, that's what not true. Word? What were his last words? I'm, I, I am Iron Man. Don't forget that. I'm the one that did that. And if you look at uh, Far From Home, Iron Man still hangs heavy over that entire movie. Okay, that's a fair point. Do you see how I'm saying that that's a fair point to you? However, um, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange told Iron Man, you know, there's like a million, like I looked through a million ways that this could end and there's only one way that it can end um, successfully. And so right before he put the glove on, he looked over at Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange kind of gave him like, yeah, you, you have to be the one to die. Sorry. And so he knew that this was the only way that things would pan out okay. And that's why he did it. He did it for the good of the fucking world, not to be like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I mean, so, he, so he could feed and jerk off his martyr complex, his hero syndrome. Did you not just hear what I said? I didn't. He was the only one who could do it. Yeah. Nobody else it. could do it. And he did it. And he let everybody else know that it, if not for him, everything would have been fucked. And therefore, we should fucking respect him. And also, thematically, it makes sense for him to be the one to die because he's the one that started the franchise. Makes more sense for Captain America to die because he's, like, the central figure. Right, but the first movie was Iron Man, so it makes sense that he closes out this particular story. But the first Avenger was Captain America. Right, I get that. But Iron Man literally started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So him dying cl closes that chapter. Yeah, yes, Dave. Dave. Hey, um, I, agree with, I agree with Casey, um, but for a different reason. Um, when Scarlet Witch gives him the vision, he sees everyone else dead. So it's kind of like the reverse of that. So he saved everyone else by killing himself. <laughs> so that's the reason why I think he should have died over Captain America was because of the vision that he had that haunted him. And then after PTSD of um, uh, New York and all that, and it was just haunting him and he wasn't going to be able to rest, which is why Pepper says to him, uh, you can rest now, Tony. And also I blame him because if not for Tony Stark, then Gwyneth Paltrow wouldn't have started Goop. <laughs> wouldn't have started what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, the, the woman that plays Pepper Potts, has a, yeah. a new age snake oil hokum uh, yeah. like business going on where people buy things that are supposed to be like healthy and good for them. And she promotes nonsense that's supposed to be healthy and good for them. But it's really not. Well, mm -hmm. she's always been kind of psycho. Yeah, this is beyond psycho. Like this is, the, this is the thing where if you've ever heard of the jade eggs being shoved in vaginas because it's supposed to like cleanse and purify them that's that we cleanse yeah. and purify ourselves thank you and then what was the my mother favorite thing was like they were promoting like hundred dollar stickers that were supposed to have been made of the same material as the space shuttle oh, and that was supposed to be some like kind of antenna for like good energy you can't blame all of her bullshit, though, on the character of Iron Man. That's just Gwyneth Paltrow being a dumbass. I disagree with everything you're saying. He's got a cool costume. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I still... He has like metal he kick pants. No. 
let's do a fly, full bitch. episode on this. What's up, Dave? Yeah, let's do a full episode on this. <laughs> <laughs> Two like, like, continued. Like, like a Casey versus Missy debate. Are you out of your mind? It's just going to yeah. get yelly. If it makes you feel any That's better, bad. if it makes you feel any better when it comes to Civil War, I think they were both wrong. That does make me feel a bit better. Yeah. They were, they were both being dumb assholes about stuff. Yeah. I, I do agree with that, but it's that end scene that really kills me, where like he just gets so ganged up on and literally almost dies. Like He gets beat to a pulp. Well, because he he attacked, he used to he just snaps and decides to attack Bucky. Just yeah, because Bucky, he has family values. Because Bucky killed his parents. But it wasn't Bucky's fault. I don't give a shit. I have no connection to Bucky whatsoever. You find somebody who killed your beloved parents, if you have beloved parents, you're gonna have some feelings. He was having some feelings. Like thankful having ones. Some feelings. Yeah. <laughs> It was a fuck though. There was another point. Oh, okay. So with your point of um, Iron Man, like starting the whole franchise, and it just makes sense for you, like for full circle, for him to be the one to end it. Um, so, I, you know, I I can understand your point, but Iron Man had more to lose. Captain America had nothing to lose. Iron Man had his family, and I know family isn't exactly as important to us as it is to other people. But it's still a fundamental quality of life to have that family. And Iron Man understood that. And Iron Man had a family. Captain America was like, eh, yeah, I don't give a shit about you. Captain America didn't have that chance to start a family. Tony. And whose fault was that? He didn't know. It wasn't anybody's fault. He just didn't have the chance. He He did the army thing and then he got frozen. And then he got thrust back into another war he had nothing to do with. Iron Man had that chance. Iron Man hoard around for years. Yeah, he had that chance, and he took that chance, and he had a family, and then he was forced to leave it. And then, well, no, he wasn't forced to leave it. He made that decision. He 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 decided to leave them. Oh, bye, Dave. He decided to leave after he came up and said, "Hey, we fucking need you, and the reason that we need you is because I'm not smart enough to figure this out. You're the only one smart enough to figure this out, and that's why we need you." And Iron Man said, "Okay." fine, I will fucking do it, even though I don't want to, but I will do it for the good of the world because that's what a hero does, and make me a promise that I will get back to my daughter. Okay, yeah, sure, you can get back to your daughter. And then he fucking lied. It was also to to feed his ego, to prove that he could make time travel happen when nobody else could. And why is that a fucking problem, though? Because that's what he did, and they needed him for that. No one else was going to be able to figure it out. He saved the fucking world! Ah! Count to ten. No. <laughs> I miss Dave. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. Yeah. Um, I'm texting him. <clears throat> Just out of curiosity, what does Jenny think if she had to pick one? Between Captain yeah. America versus Iron Man? Yeah. I can't hear her. kind of a douchebag, and he did say no multiple times to um, helping at the end with the time mm-hmm. travel thing. And the only mm-hmm. reason why 
he did it was because his science brain didn't shut off and he finally did it. And that was the only reason why he was like, okay, I guess I'll help. Well, he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to leave his family. Yeah, which is noble, but also Casey makes a good point. Captain America never got that chance. He never made it to that date because he was frozen for over a hundred years. Yeah, I know years. that, but I, it's still, he broke his promise. Like, but I don't care didn't. what the circumstances were. He went were. to go visit her in, and he found out that she had a family yeah. and that she was married and that she had children. Why would he go and break up her marriage for, to keep his promise for a date? And also, he, he had to bury Peggy. Right. I missed what you said, Case. Later on, he, he visits Peggy Carter in the hospital while she's got Alzheimer's. And then after that, he buries her. So he really just never gets that chance. Yeah, but then he goes back in time at the end of Endgame, and he still, like, he becomes a family with her. So he, technically, he took her family from her, too. You're no, only digging no, yourself a deeper hole. No, he didn't take a family from her, because when he went back, as they stated in Endgame, when you go back in time like that and you fuck around with time like that, you're creating alternate pathways. Mm, that's right. They did so, have an interesting way of explaining time travel. They had a garbage way of explaining time travel. Um, but in, hey. so in one dimension, there is Peggy and her family, but in a new dimension, there's Steve and Peggy. Yeah, but if you look at like a traditional view of time travel, like the original view of it, he stole her family from her. Yeah, yeah. There's already loopholes and there's already alternate pathways, so there is still that pathway where she has that original family, and then Steve goes back and starts off a new pathway with her and him. So there's two different Peggy's happening. Then which one's the real one? And you can't say they're both real because I don't. Because they agree are both real. Just one is prime. I agree with that. The other is a different, a different dimension one, a different universe one. But it's not. You can't see. Now we're like I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate the points that the both of you are making. However, this is just getting into time travel bullshit, and I struggle a lot with time travel. So we're probably not going to get anywhere with going through this. It's okay. Endgame also struggle with time travel bullshit. Yeah, yeah, we went over that in uh, our video. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, move on to really villains bad. before this gets too heated. Okay. <laughs> um, well, who do you guys have? Dave, go first. I go first, yeah. and we're, we're doing worst villains, right? Just making sure. Yeah, like lamest villain, not like yeah, lamest worst and most evil. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, I was stuck between the two of these because they're pretty pretty bad. One, I can just throw out there because I I don't think any of you have thought of this. Um the plants from the happening. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I just needed to say that. There's no no contest. Um yeah no we agree with you. <laughs> that was good. But wait are um, they I didn't worse, think of that one. Are they worse than the aliens from signs? Oh yeah. 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 Because they just waved aggressively. That's all they did. They were like, I just waved my hand aggressively. At least the aliens from Signs did get some power behind them. Like, they kind of took over and scared the living shit out of everybody. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I do have another one. Go for it. I, I, I had to come up with a backup. Mm. 
um, Edgar from the Aristocats. Get the fuck out of here, dude! I was gonna talk about him, actually. Go ahead, make Seriously? your point. Yeah, yeah. No, um, he, he was jealous of the cats for no fucking reason. Like, he would have ended up well, getting money eventually anyway. Not necessarily, because she made out her entire fortune to the cats. She didn't give anybody else anything. No, as far as we know. Like, I, I'm assuming that he would have inherited it after the cats passed away. Yeah, but, like, if they're... I mean, if each of them lives, like, 15 years or something. I mean, Duchess was probably only, like, two or three, and the kittens were kittens. Um, and Edgar was kind of up there, so it was kind of, you know, who's going to die first? Also, um, I guess kind of, like, on top of that point, to back up what I said, um, he could have just kind of used their wealth because cats don't exactly spend money. That's fair. And he, he would have been left in charge of... Uh, taking care of him yeah no that's a fair point he was also lame because he couldn't finish the job oh yeah no he couldn't kill a bunch of cats i mean i couldn't either but <laughs> I, no that, morally we couldn't yeah no no <laughs> but like he had them all in a burlap sack and he just tossed them into the water if you really wanted that money you would have done something a little bit more drastic mm -hmm. outside of the bounds of a rated g disney movie I don't, didn't he it's been a long time since I've seen the Aristocats but um they did end up with their basket though like on the side of the pond or whatever yeah did he throw the basket overboard with them or did he just put them in the sack I don't remember exactly yeah, me neither. Because if, if he put them in just the sack and then, like, tied the sack and then threw it in the water, that would make him a better villain. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. He couldn't finish the job. And, um, like, I mean, even with, like, um, Cruella DeVille, because you can kind of compare these two with wanting to kill dogs for their fur versus wanting to inherit millions of dollars from the cats. Um, Cruella did almost everything she could in order to ensure that she would get puppies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the so. point where even she uh, sent her own henchmen after them. Right. Uh, I was going to say it's even better than inheriting money because that's an investment. Right. I feel like she may be the worst villain because how hard is it to steal puppies? It's when you have a hundred of them. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> like, how hard is it to get the puppies that are just like well, she didn't actually get them, though. Like, she ordered other people to do her dirty work, which I think makes her a better villain because then it can't really be traced back to her. And she did try to get them originally. No, that, that's 100% a shitty villainy because you're just delegating. That's just, a, that's just like being a bad manager. That's another one of my uh, works villains. But anyway, <laughs> <You're boss. laughs> I, I, I came up with three. Just to have a good blanket statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edgar didn't delegate. He had no one to delegate to. Couldn't kill five cats. Well, four. My bad. Couldn't kill four cats. Yeah. And he, he tried to kill cats. That just makes him a piece of shit. Right. But that works in his favor for being a better oh, villain. A better villain. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, actions, I get what you mean. The actions he took were horrible and mismanaged. I agree.
I agree. Right, okay, so would you like to go next? <laughs> Actually, well, I have a Disney one too. Go for it. Um, okay. So I struggled with trying to find like the lamest villain. I think it was kind of hard for me. Um, but I ended up picking Amos Slade from The Fox and the Hound. Um, and I have a lot of issues with him because it doesn't really start with like a personal vendetta. Um, I mean, it does, but it's not like a very strong one. Like he's mostly just pissed off about Todd the fox mm. getting into his chicken coop. Um, and he wasn't necessarily going after the chickens in a way that a fox would. Like he was just trying to play. So it wasn't that aggressive. And uh, he freaked the fuck out over it. And I think he tried to shoot him at that point. And it was like, mm, calm down, like be a little bit rational. You know, like a good villain to me has to have a plan and they have to be stable enough to kind of look at the whole picture and then develop a plan all around that. And he never really did that. He's also not like the only villain in that movie. And so that doesn't give him a whole lot of room to even be a good one. Um, he's not neighborly. The worst villain. She's not a villain. She's totally a villain. It's her fault that Hyde wasn't able to do proper Fox things. No, actually, it's Amos's fault because he was the one, theoretically, he was the one who killed Todd's mom. And that's why she had to hide him. That's why she had to, you know, go off and make sure that her kit was going to be okay. Casey also knows that if he pushes my buttons enough, I'll cry about this movie. <laughs> um, so you already have your tickets for the live action remake, right? No, I'm not going to go see that. It's probably just going to be shit, honestly. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I wasn't... I mean, you you got to offer me some really nice prizes in order for me to even consider watching the cartoon again. So there's no way I'm going to watch the live action. Um, Good point. Yeah, but he's not neighborly. Like, Amos Slade is a really shit neighbor in a way that just makes him more of a jackass versus a threat. And that makes him more annoying. Um, he does not treat his dogs all that well, but not in a way that would make us really hate him. Like, it's only, like, halfway there. Like, he yells at them constantly, which makes him a jackass. But then he also shows that he can have fun with them when they go on their hunting trip. Again, he's more of just a jackass. That's, like, really the only way that I can describe him. Um, he does try to shoot Todd, even though he knows that he's somebody's pet, and yet he threatens her, and that's the reason why she had to abandon him. So that's points for him, in a way. So the thing that I disagree with, though, in his actions is, are you after Todd, or are you after your neighbor? Because it kind of seems like it could go either way at this point. Like, you don't have one straight answer like you are my enemy and i'm gonna go after you so he's a little wishy-washy with it um and sh and he should be pissed at her because todd was the one who hurt chief um but that's unfair for him to blame todd on that because that was the fucking train so again you need to have this like outside perspective and he's just being petty about the whole thing and that to me is pathetic um, he breaks the law and goes after an animal, which could be extremely cruel. Like, that could be villain points for him, but it's mostly just to pull the whole story along. 
um, and it focuses more on Todd and Copper and to show their, their relationship and how it changed. But Amos had to be there in order for it to hold, like, to, for all of it to make sense. So it's not even really him. Um, he has to be the villain, but this is a story between the two animals, neither of which is a villain. So there needed to be like this overall big villain until the bear showed up. Um, oh, and what I was really annoyed about was that his dog had to make no restraint in order for him to get a level head. And that to me is really pathetic. I love dogs and I love what they can teach us. Um, but that's pushing it to me. That's kind of like ridiculous. Uh, and then when he got hurt, when uh, they were out hunting Todd, the mm. neighbor still cares for him, still comes over and is like, oh, here, let me wrap your leg up and take care of you, even though you made me abandon my beloved fox. Like, first of all, lady, really? No, that's not okay. You should want him to die. Second of all, this poor old woman is taking care of you when you tried to kill her animal. And yet you're still going to be a jackass to her in a way that's just yelly and obnoxious. And that, again, goes back to the jackass factor. Was this set in the South? Um, I forget. I don't know. Maybe? Because if it was, then there's a good chance that they're just related and this is just like a sibling squabble. Slash lover's quarrel. Ew. No, I don't, I don't know if it was in the South or not, but... Uh, I mean, they were kind of the same age, so. Right, and they, were, they were just they were just down to smash. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, <don't> know. <laughs> um, that's my big example, and then I do have two other smaller ones, um, <laughs> that are like me being picky. Okay, so these like imagine won't that. even matter. I know, but my other option is Grendel from Beowulf. He's horrible, and it's it's mostly the name. That bothers me. It's mostly the name <laughs> that makes me think he's a terrible villain. Because yeah. who the fuck is going to be afraid of a monster named Grendel? Like, that's just pathetic to me. Also, his whole attitude came from his sorrow over not being invited to a party, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, so that's petty and pathetic. He's a fucking monster that lives in a swamp with his mother. Again, you're living with your mommy. He's gonna be he's going to be petty and mad and shitty. That's but yeah, that just makes hilarious. him a shit villain. And then he's defeated easily once Beowulf gets there. He, he's basically incel Shrek. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But you, well, you can't argue with his effectiveness because he walks into the hall and basically eats half of like half of Beowulf's men. Sure, but then he's defeated by one man. Because Beowulf was already kind of godly and just rips his arm off. Yeah. Beowulf had plot armor and main character super strength. No, I know. I just, like I said, this is me being petty. It's mostly the name. Like Captain America. Mm. Just Hold up a second. I was not being petty about that. Captain America is just no. too patriotic. His, his, his flag <laughs> costume is dumb. No, what I'm saying is, like, he's got <laughs> plot armor and can't be touched, which is, yeah. Well, I never liked Beowulf for that reason. Like, I don't like epics like that. Um, but I do have one more really, really quick one. Um, Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I chose Austin Powers that. is terrible. Not that one. <laughs> like, no. the, the villain 
with the mask and everything. Um, he's a shit villain because he doesn't die, and that just makes it unfair. Like, at that point, it's literally just for um, money and gore. Jason and doesn't die. Freddy doesn't die. Yeah, but Jason was already dead. That's the thing. And Freddy was already dead. So, like, that type of logic kind of goes out the window when they come back from being dead or in their in their dream realm or whatever. But Michael just started out as being, like, a serial killer. And he has been shot and electrocuted and stabbed and beaten several fucking times. And he always comes back in a way. And that is just boring to me. Like, you have to have a way out. Uh, have you ever seen the third one, Season of the Witch? Probably not. Um, for Halloween, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. That one kind of explains why, even though it tries to set itself apart from Michael Myers' story. Uh, there's like this government agency creating masks to control people. It's like it this weird experiment. Yeah, it's bonkers. I, and hmm. his mask was one of those masks. Okay. So that kind of explains it, but doesn't really explain it. That's also kind of stupid. It's pretty great. It's it's a fun. <laughs> it's a pretty fun movie. Okay. Well, what about you, Case? Uh, oh, films, right? So I went pretty basic with this one as well, just because I was busy with other stuff and I didn't put much thought into this. Um, Loki from the Marvel movies. He's, okay. he's, he's kind of a, a little bitch, a little bit of a simp. And I don't get why he's so popular and beloved. Um, he's funny. He's funny, but he's not a good villain. Tell and me why. At no point was he a good villain because in Thor, he's just sad little bitch boy. I want to be king. So he's just like a lamer version of Scar. That's fascinating that you say that, though, because would you say that Scar is a better villain than Loki? No. Okay. Just no. I'd, I would say yes, because he's got more flair. He's, he's got a lot more flair. He's got he's a lot more flamboyant. Style. Your argument is that like he's just whining because he wanted to be king. In that first one, yeah. And then in Avengers, he's just somebody's little simpy puppet boy doing somebody else's work. Who else's work was it? Thanos. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then was it Ragnarok? He's just, he's just kind of not even a threat. Even though he's not the main villain, he's just kind of lame. Well, I agree with you on that because with Ragnarok, they had to come together in order to defeat the real villain of that one, which was their sister. Right. So, well, Thor's if sister. you were, um, but if you were like head villain and you were like, you know, this amazing villain that you're trying to be, then you would have teamed up with her, not right. Thor. Right. Even though I she probably would have ended up killing him anyway. Probably. Um, but that would have come later down the line, so. But thankfully he dies in Infinity War and we don't have to deal with him ever again. He dies? In Infinity War, yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. He gets um, choked. He is... chokes him and then that all gets retconned in Endgame. 
Yeah, right. and then he he's going to be coming back for a, a Disney Plus series or whatever. He's got his own show. Of course he is. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. Loki isn't the most evil villain ever. Um, I I do I think that uh, most people like him because Tom Hiddleston and because he's funny. I just I just yeah. like my villains to be threatening and effective. Like the, his biggest thing was that he just kind of threatens to blow up an old man. That one old man. I mean, to him, probably he's like the worst villain ever in terms of evilness. <laughs> no, that old guy lived through Hitler. I think I think that's the worst villain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm. Wait, that I was, can't call Hitler a, a villain. One, well, I mean, he was. But no, I think this was a. Uh, a tough topic like i think it's easier to pick like our least favorite heroes because that's easy in a way but like to pick like the lamest villain it's hard to find counter arguments for it i suppose uh, oh well i got another one if you guys want to yeah pick at it real quick uh it's kind of jumping off the topic of mismanagement and just being a shit manager uh but sauron from lord of the rings oh yeah that's a he doesn't really do much. <laughs> he does nothing. I, I didn't think he could do anything though. Like without the rings, is that right? Uh, no, in the Hobbit movie, he Hobbit's movies, he uh, he does stuff. But in the 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 main three, he doesn't really do anything. He's just a threatening yeah. presence. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Christopher Lee Saruman. Yeah. He he's basically doing all the bitch work for him, and then those those uh, what six nine horsemen or whatever yeah the ring race and that's that's it and then he has one like decrepit um hobbit that isn't directly working for him but really really wants that ring yeah just kind of crawling around and he's the one that gets the closest to ever getting the ring back everyone else is kind of crap there's a a million things going on and then like he well first off he loses the fucking ring small. He gets his, hand, his, his fingers chopped off. Yeah, you should have been more careful. <laughs> Watch your fucking hands. You you can't you can't perfectly armor everything. You need joints to move. Just don't use that hand. You can't be an action figure from the seventies and just like have a brick of a hand. I mean, if it's only one hand. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I agree with that. I, um, I actually, I actually have another uh, hero if we have time. Yeah, go for it. Which yeah, this is it. also, this is also me being extremely petty. So feel free to shoot oh, your God. arrows at me. I hate. Why? I hate Luke Skywalker. I know exactly I why you're going awful. to say you hate him, and it's a stupid reason. Which one? Because he looks like a bunny rabbit. He does, man. He totally does. Like, that acting to me is just so beyond pathetic. That was supposed to be such a big moment in cinematic history, okay? Not just the Star Wars franchise, but in cinematic history, which people still talk about. They still will quote, I am your father, blah, blah, blah. And yet, he's sitting there, and just the acting that this guy gives is pathetic. He literally, like, shows his buck ass teeth and he's like that's impossible like oh my god no it's not never mind the fact (laughs) that he was in a huge car accident before the filming of empire 
in which his face oh. is that too. Yeah. Oh my god, for real? Yeah. Oh shit! That's, I didn't know that. So you know, in the beginning of the movie, after he gets attacked by the snow monster and his face is all bandaged up, that's for real. That's for real. They had to oh take, my god, I feel like shit now. They had to take part of his ear to reconstruct his nose. Yep. And they just wrote it into his character. Yeah. I feel really bad now. I didn't you know should. that. You should. Your opinion is bad. Make... You feel bad. Okay, but, I... but it's not so much the look of the rest of his face, though. It's literally just the way that he moved his mouth and his buck-ass teeth and the way that he said shit. Like, that's back on his acting. But that's not really Luke, then. That's the actor. I just don't like him. I think he's so overplayed. I think everyone thinks he's, like, the shit. I also don't like Han Solo. So. Well, you're not really supposed to like Han Solo. (laughs) He's just kind of that roguish type that you love to hate. Uh, Even Luke Skywalker wasn't big on Luke Skywalker. He he doesn't get the hype of the Jedi, even in in, in Last Jedi. He's just like, yeah, we were all frauds. We were all just full of shit. But, like, you kind of weren't full of shit, though, because you did battle Darth Vader. You did try to save the world. Not just the world, the galaxy. Galaxies. But I specifically hate Han Solo because of what he said to Leia right before he became frozen. That's a fucking classic line. I hate it, man. I hate it. That's the like, character. Who says that? That's the character. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's just, it's rude. Okay? It's rude. That's what I have a problem with. Like, I'm sorry if it was like me and Joe back when like we were like just starting to date and he and I, and I, you know, tell him when I think that he's going to die that I love you. And then he's like, I know. Like, fuck you, man. Like, that's a huge goddamn ego. Like, that's awful. Like, no, you you never reciprocate. Are you kidding me? No, he didn't reciprocate. Han was a bad husband and a bad dad. It it was also improv, too. So it wasn't even the script. So just blame uh, Harrison Ford for that. I will blame him. And I'll also blame the fact, I'll blame that on him that uh, I have shirts that I got at Star Wars World for me and Joe that uh, have the faces on it and I gave him his he has Han Solo and it says I know and I have Leia and it says I love you you obviously don't hate <laughs> the line that much uh, well no I had to get it because I wanted to get him something from Star Wars so I just couldn't find anything good and then he knows how much I hate that interaction and those couple lines and like that's why he would find it amusing so that's why I got it for him that's so good Actually, though it's not it's rude it it's rude I'm sorry but like I just, like, if you were to say that to Jenny, for example, or if you were to say that to Abby, like, I, I love you. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, I know. Like, I do. You just, <laughs> wouldn't you just feel something, though? Like, oh, okay, no. like, aren't you going to say it back? Nope, she says it to me, too. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe I'm just still so insecure in my eight-and-a-half-year relationship. <laughs> Not everyone has different things, and that's fine. Yeah. That's a topic for another episode. And on that topic, let's on that note. Uh, well, as you know, I I had a rough recording session, okay? You, did. you really did. <laughs> this is the third location I'm in with the second device. <laughs> you hear the birds outside. In a minute. Dave's like sitting outside. I'm on a step. Yeah. <laughs> He's not allowed yeah, inside because um... he tracked in poop. 
I am poop. Did I tell you that happened when uh, Joe first came over to my dad's house? He was poop? He stepped in <laughs> dog poop. Uh, and okay. then got it like all over the carpet. And it was a while before we figured that out. And the two of us were like, oh my God, this is horrible. Because this is the first horrible? time, like before we realized that like he stepped in shit. Like dog poop, like when Dr. Mike stepped into the classroom, we all knew poop happens. <laughs> we did. Um, I guess it didn't smell that bad. And then there were also like steps because we had the upper condo. So there were steps that like we had to climb up before getting uh. to the living room. So I guess like it came off bit by bit there. But like that was the first time that like, um, not that they met, but that like they were in the same house together, mm-hmm. I guess. It was bad. <laughs> also, wasn't it a human shit she, she stepped in? No, it was dog shit. Was it? If it was human shit, that'd be a problem. Cause didn't, that that was, a didn't Sarah like yeah. show us pictures of a shit-covered ladies' room earlier? Yeah, it was that same semester. Yeah, I don't know if she stepped in it. I don't remember. Yeah, I, don't yeah, remember I, don't know. I, I guess it doesn't matter. It terrible. And then you gave her that Victoria's Secret stuff to try and cover it up, and that just added layers. Anyway, I just don't think so I can that- anymore. But yeah, let's just <laughs> let's end it. Let's just be done. <laughs> Like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify, leave a comment on iTunes. It really helps us out in the search feed. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. Email us if you have questions or concerns or just want to fucking yell at us for stupid reasons. That's fine, too. Um, Quarantine's only going to make this worse, so you better buckle in. Thanks for stopping by the city. Bye. Wash your hands.